Ignition sequence start. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. They're going to go nuts when he hits this thing. Liftoff! We're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. Practice, man. I mean, how silly is that? Yes, AI. We are talking about practice. Uh, welcome back to the Take It to the Tips podcast. I'm your host, Matt. And with me, as always, Jeff. What's going on, Jeff? What's going on, Matt? Just chilling, man. Just chilling. Um, back to the podcast. Last time we talked about the Tiger case study. Did he kind of get a little screwed over by the healthcare system? We broke that down, went, did a pretty big deep dive into it. Um, how it affected Tiger, how the healthcare system could affect you and your back and whatever other injuries you might have. So we talked about that on the last show this time, as you heard AI, uh, we're talking about practice. Um, so what do you think about that, Jeff? Fun times, right? AI was probably one of my favorite Philly athletes growing up. Uh, Chase Utley was another one. I think he played the game, right. But yeah, yeah. uh, Alan Iverson was not a huge fan of practice, but as golfers know, you know, you, it's only the only way you're going to get better, really. Yeah, right? It's not going to happen. I get so many people that say, I've been playing so much more golf since COVID. I've been playing twice as much. Um, I'm not getting any better, and I don't understand why. Well, going out onto the course and playing more is not practice, right? You're not doing anything to improve your game. You're just playing more often. Yeah. So we thought we'd take the time to talk about how to actually make it better. Right. Oh, yes, absolutely. Before we get into that, anything new been happening with you, Jeff? Something uh, we talked about. No, no. Well, that we talked tattoo. about, I got a tattoo, first one. Uh, I'm not a tattoo guy, if, if you know me, but I got a big one. And I actually like it. It's fun. So, Good. Uh, yeah, I would get one again. Nice. How about you? Yeah, I've never been a tattoo guy, but my, my whole family has them, but I don't. It's incredible what those artists, uh, they're artists. Oh, absolutely. 100%. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. I mean, nothing new is going on with me, really. I tried to post, uh, I was going to do like a swing, like new swing versus old swing, because I definitely have like more range of motion in my swing. I'm hitting it further, but uh, I tried to video myself on the camera. You'd, you'd assume it's easy, but I like didn't get myself really in the frame. So it didn't go well. But if you're on my Instagram, I just posted Sick Drive instead. So watch that. There's- there's a really good app out there called V1 Sports. It's free. Um, it's a it basically turns your camera into a high speed camera on your phone. Mm-hmm. I um, do have that, but I forgot about it to be honest. So yeah. thank you for that. So it'll give you the different guide marks. So it'll say you can uh, record it down the line, or you can record it face on, and it'll put the outline of where you should stand, so you can see the whole swing. You can draw on it and break down your swing. Yeah. It's it's really nifty, and I use it in the clinic a lot. Good to know, because I actually tried to do like a like a straight down the line one and like a one face in me, mm-hmm. and uh, the one face in me I accidentally just didn't even start it, and then the one down the line I just didn't get in the frame, so I I killed it. So if you want to see my fails on uh, social media, go on to uh, Instagram and Facebook where they are at. Also check me out on Twitter at Doc Marags, um, YouTube. Go on Twitch if you want. I stream sometimes some video games. So yeah, do whatever you want. Jeff, where are you at on Twitter? At Jeff Kurtz DPT. And you can always find me on mytpi.com. Heck yeah. All right. So let's get into the show. Uh, talking about practice. 
So like Jeff said, if you want to, you can't just go out and play golf, play a round of golf and think you're going to get better. Cause you're just not like, if you want to be good at golf. You actually have to practice the fine skills of it. Like if you're playing football, you're not just going to go play a game of football. Every time you go out, you do drills, you do seven on sevens, you do offensive um, play, you do strictly defensive play. And you can you sh- make you plays shoot- like that for any, any sport. You shoot a hundred foul shots or you go out and play seven on seven. Those are two completely different practices. So same thing with golf, right? You can go to the driving range and hit a hundred of the same shot or you go out on the course and and play just completely different shots. The hard thing about thinking you're going to go out onto the course and practice is that, you know, each variable is different. You take a swing and you say, oh crap, I I picked my head up, for example. And then Mm -hmm. next time I'm going to keep my head down. Well, you forget, you're going to see that that's not maybe the best type of practice for improving your swing or improving the situation. So we're going to talk about what scenarios you want to use different sorts of of practice techniques. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, like golf, isn't just a game you just pick up and get good at. I feel like you can do that with other sports, like maybe football, like even into the pros, like you come over from like rugby or you come over from basketball and play tight end a lot like Antonio Gates. Tony Gonzalez, stuff like that. But golf, I just don't think you can do that. Like, have you heard of uh, Caleb Presley on uh, uh, Barstool Sports? No. He played quarterback for North Carolina, um, and then he works for Barstool now. But he's playing. His goal is to be a Masters champion in 2030. Um, And if he didn't break 100 this past week, he was going to, like, quit golf forever. And he broke a hundred after playing for like a year, but like, it just goes to show you don't just get really good even in a year, which I feel like you could do with other sports. Like it takes a lot of time. So diving into go, go ahead. There's that whole saying that it takes 10,000 hours of practice to become a master at something. Right. So uh, I think for golf, you can't consider four hours on the course practice. It's just completely different. Um, I think, did you see that video of Mike Trout hitting a bomb at, uh, What's yep. that place called? Uh, Top golf. Yes. Uh, so there's certainly things, there's certainly traits that translate between rotational athletes, like baseball players, tennis players. But uh, yeah, you're right. It doesn't translate specifically. So I think golf is completely different from a lot of other sports in that aspect. Yeah. So now there's ways of that you could learn a skill and there's also ways that you can practice it. Um, so just quickly diving into how you can learn it. If you're just getting into golf, and then we'll break down actually practicing a little bit more in depth. But if you want to start learning golf, so you can do like a whole, a whole learning of it, which is you make a swing and then you kind of just do it over again. You do a whole part whole learning of it, where is you'll do a whole swing, you get feedback on parts to improve, and then you do that again. Um, or you could just break it down into individual segments and learn it that way. Uh, so there's a couple of different ways to learn it. Uh, we're not going to get in that to that a ton because I think practicing is more important. Um, you're obviously going to get the golf swing down, but breaking it down, learning, practicing is going to be a little bit, a little more important. Um, so, and also if you want to learn kind of the components of the golf swing, I dropped a YouTube video like two months ago on uh, the biomechanics of golf swing. So go check that out. You might see, and again, if you're in the early stages or you're going to see a golf coach for the first time, you might see them utilize these techniques, like the whole, the whole part or the part learning tech 
thinks they might. So for example, part learning would be, we're going to work on your backswing today. You're not going to take a, a full swing and they're just going to be take the backswing practice at different ways um, versus whole part, which is like, you'll swing, they'll give you feedback. Like, this is what I want you to work on in your backswing. And then you'll do that a few times versus whole learning where it's just like you take a full swing, the coach gives you feedback, you take another whole swing. So that's what Matt refers to as those different learning techniques. Yeah. So then actually, once you get the skill down to a relatively functional level, uh, then we're going to break it into some other types of actual practice. So you want to dive into a couple of those, Jeff? Sure. So starting off, there's two different types of schedules of practice that you can do. Right. One's called massed practice and the other is called distributed practice. When you talk about massed practice, you're talking about just I'm going to hit 50 balls with my seven iron uh, so that I can work on a little bit of a draw. And you just do that 50 times. You don't take much of a break, you know, maybe a second to reevaluate, reevaluate what you're doing. Um, but really, that's that's mass practice versus distributed practice, which is where you take some time in between each repetition you think about it, you, you maybe take a practice one or two to really focus on something. Um, and that takes a, a longer period of time. That's, that's you spending a while at the course to just work on something so that you start to, uh, you start to, you know, have longer term retention of what you're learning. Whereas mass practice is probably more for rapid skill acquisition. You just, I want to be able to hit this fade the right way. I'm just going to learn it really quickly. But distributed is going to be something that's going to improve your long-term learning. So if you want to make, if you're going out in 15 minutes and I just want to be able to hit this fade the right way, you do mass practice so that you learn rapid skill acquisition. But if you want that fade to carry over to rounds moving forward, you're going to want to take it slowly so that you have long-term learning. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I, I just, yeah, absolutely. And I think for mass practice, I would say, I would feel like you'd use mass practice a little bit more if you're just like literally just getting into it, like just getting like a swing feel down. Uh, Cause then after that, I feel like if you're doing too much mass practice without a ton of like in between uh, with feedback or whether it be feedback from a coach or feedback from yourself doing a video, then you can kind of reinforce like bad habits. Um, so if you're doing it in the beginning, I think that's good. Or if you're doing it, like you said, if you really want to like hit a fade one day and you really need that to be the shot on a particular course, if you're a more skilled kind of golfer, then that's good too. But if it's all masked all the time, then you're probably going to be reinforcing some bad habits that are going to be uh, messing you up a little bit. Right. If you think about what golf is, you hit a ball and ideally you don't hit another ball until two or three, maybe even four minutes later right? There's very few times on the golf course where you hit a ball and you immediately hit a second ball. If that's the case, you probably just blew one out of bounds. Um, so distributed is probably going to be more relevant to the golfer because you slow it down. You take some time in between. You should really, if you're doing that, make believe that you're out on the course, right? Yeah. So moving on to the next two different types of practice, we're going to talk about it's constant practice versus variable practice and constant kind of goes in terms of, again, I'm going to hit 50 balls today, whether it's quickly or with breaks, but I'm just going to practice the same shot over and over. Uh, I'm going to hit a seven iron with a fade versus variable practice would be um, practicing a skill, but with slightly different variability. So I'm going to hit a really, 
uh, a really sharp fade or almost a slice versus just a, a slight fade in, in your swing. Um, versus I'm going to try to hit this one high, this fade high versus I'm going to hit this fade low. And I kind of did this for an example. I went to the driving range maybe a week ago and I really wanted to work on a punch shot. I don't know why I just got there and wanted to do it. So I worked on a punch shot. And if I just hit 50 straight punch shots, that would be constant practice. But what I decided to do was I wanted to hit a punch shot where I could hit maybe a little bit of a fade because, you know, maybe I'm on the left side of the fairway for me uh, versus I want to hit a punch shot with a little bit of a draw. So it's literally working on one skill with slight variability. Yeah. Yeah. And how I'm looking at it, I feel like with practice is like, so we got, I feel like mast, we already talked about that. I don't love mass particularly. No. So we're looking at generally, so blocked, distributed, and then variable. And I, um, you said constant, blocked and constant mm -hmm. are basically the same thing um, where you're kind of hitting the same thing over and over again. So what I feel like is if I'm practicing, I'm going to start out with like, and I want to hit a particular shot, I'm going to do a block practice. So you're going to go to the driving range. You got like half a bucket of balls. You're going to start hitting that shot. Now, if you're having a little trouble with, if you're hitting it well, perfect. Like you're, you're doing exactly what you want. Awesome. If you're not hitting it like you want to, if it's not consistent, if you're not, if you're hitting a flop and you're sculling it, or you're not getting consistent distance on it, um, then maybe break it down back to distributed. So where you are kind of taking a step back, you're either having a coach with you, or you're kind of video analyzing yourself, like what's going on in the swing? Where am I messing it up a little bit? Why am I not consistent? So you want to really learn the shot, get some distributed practice in there. And then if you want to transfer it over from the uh, range to the course, then you bring in like variable or kind of random practice, which is going to really transfer your game from the driving range to the course. And honestly, what you said earlier with uh, pretending you're like at the course is that's my favorite thing to do when I'm at the driving range. Uh, my first half of a bucket of balls, I'm just going to be doing like we talked about kind of that blacked or distributed blocked or distributed practice. And then the last half of the bucket of balls, I'm going to pretend that I'm at a course that I'm comfortable with. And I like know in my mind, mm -hmm. and then I'm, I'm playing, I'm playing that course pretty much. Like I'm taking the driver out of the bag. I have the bag right next to me. I'm going to look like a psycho on the range. Uh, I'm going to have to take out the driver next shot, pulling out a wedge, or if I'm in the trees from what I believe where I am, I'm going to pull out like four iron, punch it out of there. So I'm going shot by shot. I get one shot at it. It's like I'm on the course. You don't get, I mean, if you're, if you're not playing for true strokes, you get as many redos as you want, but if you're playing for a score, you get one shot at it and that's it. And that's, I think that's helped me a lot in the past year of, of practicing like that, because it doesn't give you the opportunity to be like, ah, I messed up. Like I'll just hit another one like you typically do on the driving range. It's the best way you can actually transfer a skill and make it as realistic as possible. Yeah. And we just, you know, we just touched on essentially four different types of practice. Okay. We talked about constant. We talked about variable. We talked about blocked. We talked about random. Those are all four different types of practices when we talk about, and, and first of all, let's touch on it in terms of a PT. So constant practice is like, I'm going to have you do a squat or sit to stand from the same chair 10 times, right? That would be constant practice. 
variable practice would be basically, I'm gonna have you squat or do sit to stand, but we're gonna do it from different surfaces. So we're gonna do it from that chair, then we're gonna do it from a couch, then we're gonna do it from a toilet seat, and then an office chair, right? Completely different. It's the same movement, but you're doing it in slightly different circumstances, okay? Breaking those two down, I would say you wanna do constant if you're just first learning the, the skill. I've never faded the ball on purpose in my life. So I just want to do the, a fade with my seven iron 10 times. That would be constant practice versus I'm, I've, I've played a fade, but really not under real live situations. So I'm going to play a fade with my seven iron once or twice. I'm going to play a fade with my four iron once or twice. I'm going to play it with my nine iron once or twice. You're still hitting the same shot or performing the same activity with a slightly different variable. Then, like Matt mentioned, there's blocked and random. Blocked is, again, we practice with the same task or variation and repeated without interruption. So, you know, I'm just, I'm hitting that seven iron a bunch of times versus random, which is completely taking any sort of repetition out of it. And it's, I'm going to hit my driver like I'm playing a, a, a par four. Then I just pretended that I, I hit it maybe under the trees and I'm going to hit a safe, uh, punch shot into the fairway, right? So you hit that shot. Then I, I'm a hundred yards out. I'm going to hit a sandwich. So that would be completely random. That's when you get really proficient in a skill and you just want to randomly practice different scenarios. So that would be like, I have somebody do a sit to stand. Then I have them do some stair climbing. Then I have them, um, you know, I don't know, get off the floor. Those are completely different random skills and I'm just going to throw it at them. Uh, so those are the four different types of practice that you can utilize, and it's completely dependent on where you are in the learning process of a skill. Yeah, and I think sometimes it's hard to know which one you should focus on, <clears throat> and then that's where you have uh, TPI professionals like yourself, me in the future, I guess, <laughs> and then you got your golf coaches, anybody like that. But obviously, obviously, we're still on social media, so hit us up anytime there. We're we got nobody else hitting us up. So hit us up. We got anything going on. Ask us any questions that you have. Cause these, these practicings they're they are relatively confusing. Like I had to, I had to brush on up on it a little bit because they, they sometimes kind of like go together a lot, like whether it be variable and random or um, blocked and mass, they're both, they have the same kind of like initial meaning, but they diverge a little bit. So if you have any questions on it, feel free to hit us up on any of the kind of social media channels. Uh, through TPI with Jeff and any of that. It's one of practice is a skill in itself. Uh, and it's one of those things that I think you and I, and a lot of other people use in their day-to-day -day activities and don't really realize it. You know, they're considering I'm going to have a patient do sit to stand and then walk and then this and that. And we don't really think like, well, I'm going, I'm doing random. I'm doing random practice with this person right now, but use it all the time. Mm -hmm. And like AI, you know, a lot of people don't like to practice, but if you can master practice as a skill, you're going to become a better player much quicker. So I would say anybody that wants to dedicate time to practice is step back, realize where am I in the learning process? Again, I'm just starting to learn how to hit this fade. So I'm going to do very close environment, same, uh, same club no variability at all. And I'm just going to, you know, maybe place with some distributed practice of taking some time to really learn the skill. So this applies moving forward.
versus I'm an advanced golfer and I really need to work on this one specific skill. So I might do more of a variable uh, practice where I'm playing the same type of thing in different scenarios, right? So first you want to take a look at where am I in the learning process of any skill? Yep. Yeah. So unfortunately we're not all AI on the basketball court. We're not all Brooks Kepka on the, uh, the golf course. He says he doesn't practice, but he's probably a liar. Uh, cause I, I just don't think you cannot practice and be functional and win PJ tour titles if you don't practice. So he can say he doesn't care uh, that he doesn't practice, but he's a, he's probably a liar, but I'm still all team Brooks all the time, baby. Let's go. Yeah. These are things that everybody's using. Uh, whether they're golfers or basketball players or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason I kind of thought about this idea was because I saw uh, one of those Facebook videos that always pops up about this one was on Tiger's warm up routine. And it's the same thing every time, but he takes like five shots with his five iron, then he bumps it down to six shots or the seven. It's very regimented. But these guys, the, the best way to become the best player is to have that regimented routine and have that practice figured out. You can't just show up to a range with no goal in mind at all. Like I'm just going to show up and hit a couple seven irons, whatever. I'm going to hit my drive a couple times in this. You got to show up with a, a thought in mind of, you know, I'm not hitting it crisp at that hundred yard shot versus a 90 yard shot versus 110. So I want to work on being able to hit my sand wedge three different, three different distances. you got to have a goal in mind. Otherwise you're just going to the range just to hit balls. And that's all you're doing. You are not practicing unless you have the goal in mind and what you're doing today. Otherwise you're just hitting balls. Yeah. I mean, I feel like for the most part, if you're going out to play golf, you want to play well. Like I know there's some people, some of my own friends that they just like going out, drinking, having some fun hitting some golf shots. But even them, I feel like you want to go out there and it's a lot more fun to play well than it is to play like crap. If you want to play well, you need to practice well. And that's really all it comes down to. Before AI made that quote, he practiced a lot. Yeah. So don't, don't take that quote the wrong way and think like, oh yeah, I didn't practice. Yeah. He practiced a lot until the point where he maybe just every so often would get into the gym to work on that one thing he's been struggling with. Yeah. You know, Ben Simmons could take a note or two and practice a little bit more. Yeah. He could shoot a little bit better, just a little bit. <laughs> um, like, I don't want to get into that, but um, yeah, it's crazy. Also just total sidebar. It's crazy to think that kids today just have no idea and have never seen AI play like with their own eyeballs on live television or in, on live uh, at a game. I think that every time I think about Michael Jordan, I mean, this is really aging us as how young we are, but he might've been playing a few years while I was alive, but I don't remember anything about Michael Jordan. So mm-hmm. I can't speak about how good he was. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's a shame that we don't get to see those generational talents. Yeah, it is. And you, you just, you get old. And you got to take it. You, you just, say i guess he was really good so i guess i'll put him atop yeah exactly yeah it's a good point it's a good yeah all right so uh we'll leave you on a six somber note of getting old uh (laughs) next week we'll we'll plan out the plan out the episode like we did this past week talk about in the off week remember we're off every other week um so we'll we're doing that format now so we'll have a new episode for you in two weeks and besides that thank you guys for listening as always uh myself and jeff will keep bringing you the content and we'll go from there all right peace mm-hmm.
Later. Ignition sequence start. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. They're going to go nuts when he hits this thing. Liftoff. <laughs>